Welcome to Verse by Verse, the teaching ministry of Pastor John Reed from Calvary Chapel, Northwest Reno. You'll want to grab your Bible and follow along, verse by verse, with Pastor John. I'm going to pull out the righteous, I'm going to destroy the wicked, and bring this madness to an end. I'm going to overthrow this city. God has done it throughout history. He's overthrown wicked cities. Verse 14. Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, plural, who were to marry his daughters and said, Up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he appeared to his sons-in-law to be jesting. Crazy old man, there's no God and he's not going to destroy us. There's no judgment. There's no right and wrong. It's whatever you see, whatever you want to do. God does not exist, nor does his law or his morals. We're all just animals, right? We're just living like animals. We're an accident. It's evolution, right? Just do what you please. The law of the jungle, survival of the fittest. I'm bigger, I'm stronger, and I take what I want. That's the world, yes. He's not kidding, it's not a joke, but some of his family is lost. What a heartbreak. You wish that all of your family and your relatives and your in-laws and your close friends would get saved, but not everybody chooses. Not everybody believes. We don't believe you, Lot. You're crazy, old man. Follow God's escape plan. Verse 15. When morning dawned, sunrise, the angels urged Lot, saying, Up! Take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. God's plan is going to happen with or without your permission. No, I don't believe. No, God's supposed to be love. He never gets angry. He never punishes sin. Oh, yes, but he does. This is an example. This is history right? But I refuse to go. You will not stop the hand of God. His sovereign will will work. Now, are you coming with us or not? <laughs> if you don't leave, you're going to die in the overthrow. You're going to die under the lava and the fire and the damnation of heaven. The city will be punished for its evil sin. But he hesitated, verse 16. So the angel sees his hand and the hand of his wife and the hands of his two daughters. Interesting. Two angels with four hands. And each angel hand grabs one of the four hands of the four family members because they're taking them by force. It is the compassion of God. Sometimes God has, has to coax you, and he has to win you over, and sometimes he has to just drag you, right, with you screaming into heaven. 
he grabs them, he pulls them. For the compassion of the Lord was upon him. God has compassion for us. For the Christian, for the righteous, for the believers, for the forgiven, God has compassion for us. His heart is for us. And they brought him out and put him outside the city. You got to go. There's no staying in this wicked city. It is going to fall. Can I tell you when the rapture of the church happens, every Christian will go. But I'm not ready. No, no, it's not time. What about my loved ones? Hey, when the angels of God come, when Jesus comes, the rapture is going to happen so fast. It's going to be so forceful. It's going to be like a violent snatching up. It's going to be like a whirlwind. You will be sucked up into the clouds to meet Jesus Christ, and you might be dragging your heels, right? Dragging your heels. No, Lord, you're trying to hang on to your furniture. No, Lord, I don't want to go yet. I just bought this car, whatever. It's like, no, we're going now. Do you see it? Just like the rapture of the church. A violent rushing grab, rapturous, right? A rapture, a quick exit of compassion. Verse 17, when they had brought them outside, this is outside the city, one said, one of the angels, escape for your life. Do not look behind you. And do not stay anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains, or you will be swept away. It is Sodom that will fall. It is Gomorrah. It is the cities that surround it in the Jordan Valley near the Dead Sea. One city has spread to the other. The sins of one city contaminates the little cities. And God's like, I'm wiping out the whole region, the whole metroplex, if you will. All the cities will fall. Escape to the hills. Run for your lives. Verse 18, but Lot said to them, to the angels, Oh no, my lords, now behold, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, for the disaster will overtake me, and I will die. I realize God's love. I realize that you're saving my life. I realize that God has sent these angels to save me and my family. But please, let's alter the plan. <laughs> Those mountains are too far. I don't think I can make it. Please, there must be another place. Maybe one of the little towns on the side that will escape. Now behold, verse 20. This town is near enough to flee to, and it is small. Please let me escape there. Is it not small that my life may be saved? Verse 21, he said to him, Behold, I will grant you this request also, not to overthrow the town of which you have spoken. 22, hurry, hurry, escape there, 
for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the town was called Zoar, which means small. Well, it's good for Zoar because the righteous are moving in. God's going to protect Zoar, even though it's a little dirt village. It will be saved from God's wrath because the righteous have moved in. Witness God's destruction, which has been repeated throughout history and will come again. Verse 23. The sun had risen over the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. The source is God. God is raining hellfire damnation. God is raining lava. I don't know if it's earthquakes. I don't know. It's like, what, how is he doing it? But it is from the finger of God by the power of his mighty angels. The angels devastate the cities of the plain. Sodom and Gomorrah and all their neighbors are being rained on by fire. And I thought, what a strange way to destroy and to punish with rain. And I thought, oh my gosh, this already happened right in Genesis. Noah and the ark and his righteous family of eight build the ark, get in, because I'm going to rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights and destroy all mankind over the face of the globe. So first time was water. This time, God rained fire. It's a repeat of his destruction. God can create, God can destroy. God can make you or God can break you. Jesus can be your closest friend or he can be your worst nightmare enemy. You get to choose. And your choices will matter for all eternity. Verse 25, and he, God, overthrew those cities. He overthrows them. He breaks them. He brings them down. He buries them and all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and whatever grew on the ground. Recently, I visited the Big Island, Hawaii, and I love Kona. But I really like Hilo because it's got all the jungles and it's so wet and green. And I thought, oh, it'd be so nice to live in Hilo and to have a house. And the prices are way cheaper because if you live in Kona, it's a million dollars for a house. But you could maybe buy a house in Hilo for 200000 But do you know the reason why? Is the active volcanoes that pour lava down on your house and burn it down to the ground, and all your plants and all your grass and everything is covered under lava rock. Maybe it's not a good place to choose. <laughs> lava, fire. And in our cruise ship, we drove by the ocean and we could see the active volcano of the hot lava burning and smoking as it hit the shores of the ocean. The power of God was at Mount St. Helen. It blew its top and it buried anyone near. 
the powers of God, the powers of nature, his fingers control it all. Whatever he says, whatever his angels command. Even the plants are all wiped out. 26. But his wife, from behind him, looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Don't look back. We're leaving this place. And she's probably thinking, but my brand new curtains. What about our new donkey? My little baby puppy. You know, all my stuff. I just got those dishes. I just swept the house and made it nice. I was going to go play bridge with the girls, you know. And she looks back because she's holding on to the world. And her heart was in Sodom. How long can you live in Sodom and it not corrupt you? And it has pulled her down too. And she was struck and became a pillar of salt. Jesus reminds us, one of the shortest verses in the Bible, it is Luke 17.32. Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. She was too into the world. She was the big city girl. She was the bad girl. She loved the things of the world. What does John say? Don't love the world, nor the things of the world, right? How can you love the world and still love God? And she loves Sodom too much. It's ironic. I challenge you to go on the internet and do a Google search and look up the pillars, the the salt figures of the Dead Sea. Because at the southern end of the Dead Sea, where we believe Sodom and Gomorrah existed, you will still see today the salt formations from the Dead Sea. And they look like figures. They look like columns. They look like figurines. They almost look like Lot's wife. A pillar, a column, a pile salt. Let go of the world. But I coulda, I woulda, I shoulda. My past and I want to hang on to these things. Let it go. When you're a new creation in Christ, we let go of the old things. They've passed away. We embrace the new things of God. We have a new city not made by men. Abraham looked to the new city, not the old. 27. Now Abraham arose early in the morning and went to the place where he had stood before the Lord. This is where he was bargaining with God, I think, with the Christophanies, with Christ. And he said, oh, my Lord, no, you're the righteous judge. Surely you will not destroy the righteous with the wicked and treat them the same. And God said, yes, I won't. What if there's 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, 10? And God says, you get your request. I will spare the entire city of Sodom if I find 10 righteous. But the bad news is Sodom came up short. There was only four righteous. I think 
Abraham was figuring, well, righteous Lot and his family, his extended family, surely there'll be ten. Oh, no. We're down to four. Sodom has come up short. A day late and a dollar short. The city has fallen. 28. And he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah. This is Abraham looking. And toward all the land of the valley. And he saw and behold, the smoke of the land descended like the smoke of a furnace. It's the burning of Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns and villages. It has all come under God's condemnation and punishment. 29. Thus it came about when God destroyed the cities of the valley that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he had overthrew the cities in which Lot lived. God remembers Abraham and his prayer requests. God remembers righteous Lot and all his family members. And God remembers you. You're his believer. You're his follower. You're his righteousness. Oh, but I'm not such a good Christian. Oh, yes, you are, because you have received the righteousness of Christ through the cross. And you are his light in a dark city. And God spares the cities because of you. Reno and Sparks have been spared because of the righteous Christians and the churches that dot the land. Because we're here, the cities are saved for now. That's the good news. The bad news is it's coming. <laughs> and when the rapture of the church happens and we're pulled out of here, then the cities will be overthrown. And God's judgment and God's punishment and the wrath of the Lamb will come for seven years, the great tribulation on every city, on every village, on every town of the globe. There will be no escape. When the righteous are gone, up out of here, the wrath and the punishment of God are coming down. It's prophesied. And hundreds of the prophecies of the scripture have already come true. I believe it all. It's going to happen. What are we to do? Get ready. Because we're going to rapture out of this place. Jesus is coming. Now, Jesus equates Sodom and Gomorrah to his rapture and his appearance in the clouds. This is in Luke 17, 29 and 30. Jesus said, But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. In other words, when Jesus comes and he shows himself in the clouds and we meet him in the air, it's going to be just like Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. Well, how's this? we got to pull the righteous out. 
we got to rain the judgment down. The church goes up, and the punishment of God, or as Revelation says, the wrath of the Lamb, which is Jesus, will pour down. The Christians go up, and the judgment of Christ, who is the ultimate judge, he will sentence the earth and pour his wrath and his plagues. Now, we saw two angels hit Sodom and Gomorrah. Can I tell you, dozens of dozens of angels will hit the planet Earth and rock it to its very foundation. You don't want to be here. <laughs> you want to go up with us. You need to change cities. Your citizenship needs to change. Are you holding on to Reno and Sparks and Nevada and America? You're holding on to the things of this world. You need to look to a different city, a city that is eternal. It is the New Jerusalem. It's the heavenly city, golden streets, pearly gates, and God himself is in the square of the city. He is the main attraction. And Jesus Christ himself, we will see his face. Change cities. Change citizenships. Become born again into the kingdom of God and leave the kingdom of darkness and the things of this world and join Jesus and his glorious kingdom. It's not too late. Was it the thief on the cross? And he said to Jesus, Jesus, when you enter your kingdom, remember me. It's not too late. You can still receive Christ as king and as your savior and as your Lord and his sacrifice, his blood on the cross for you. And you can be born again and you can see paradise and you can enter heaven and enter God's kingdom and see the eternal city which will never be overthrown where is your heart where is your home what city are you seeking abraham sought the heavenly kingdom made by god which has multiple foundations exactly 12 foundations yes except the cross, the place where God's judgment was poured on Jesus for you. It's not free to go to heaven. Can I tell you, someone's got to pay. The judge requires the law to be fulfilled. He upholds the law, and he requires punishment. That's the bad news. The good news is Jesus took the punishment for you, the wrath, the sin, the abuse, the blood, the gore. The curse, the crown, the spikes for you. He took your place. He's your substitute. Someone's got to pay. Jesus has paid the price for you so you could have the eternal city. So here's the big question Are you staying or are you going with us? <laughs> I don't want Jesus, I don't want the cross. Okay, if you're going to stay, you could have my house, take my car, please feed my dog, but I'm afraid it's all going to burn in the end. You'll be sad that you stayed. 
two choices. You can escape or you can stay. Are you ready to go yet? Jesus is right at the door. Escape God's judgment. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for coming in redemption to save us, even sending your angels to pull us out. We look for your coming. We say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus for us that we can escape this place. We look forward to meeting you in the clouds and rapturing out of here. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love that you should pour on us even when we don't deserve it. We want to go. We want to be ready. We say, come, Lord Jesus, take us home. For we pray in Jesus' name. Thanks for supporting Verse by Verse, the teaching ministry of Pastor John Reed from Calvary Chapel, Northwest Reno at 246 Courtney Lane, Reno, Nevada, 89523. Our phone number is 775-746-4567 and our webpage is calvaryreno.com. You're always welcome to join our services.